G'day guys and welcome back to another week of Australian Survivor Blood First Water. It is week four and what an epic week we saw. Some big twists thrown into the game, some huge players leaving as well and here to join me to discuss it all this week is Robin. Robin, Just me. very sad to see Nina gone. I don't know if I'm allowed to play music. Um but I'll, I'll stop it. I'm sure that's enough. Yeah, I'm going to have a, commiser a commiseration cider uh, because my girl Nina did not make it to the end. Yeah, well, I, I didn't get the memo about the cider, but that's... that's oh, sorry, sorry. I, um, I, I did, I will admit, I was very disappointed by Nina going home. Uh, very, very sad to see her go this early in the game. But oh. uh, we'll, we'll, obviously, we'll obviously discuss her downfall later. But can I just say, Nina, what a great castaway. And I really hope we get to see more of her, either on Australian Survivor or US Survivor in the future. Oh, 100%. I was really happy when Jonathan was like, hey, look, it's sad to see you go, but this won't be the last we see of you. So mm. that, I mean, that made me feel like hopefully if we're lucky, if we're lucky, we'll we'll have her back gracing our screens again because I kind of want to adopt her. I think, uh, why not? Let's make, uh, let's bring the princess down to us. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm, she, I'm so shattered. She, yeah, she, she has definitely become an honorary Australian survivor now. And it, it would be interesting to see if they ever do an Australia versus US season where she would fit in because I think Australian survival will claim her at this point. We were the ones that obviously gave her her time of day. Um, mm. Nina, uh, Dan Gan here in the chat saying, Nina was robbed. Just know I will never forgive you, Muddy Puddle. Um, uh, oh, muddy Puddle in, in the challenge, of course. It, it took me a while there, puddle. but yeah. Um, Australian survivor challenges, obviously. I think this is second medical evacuation. Third, third actually, sorry, because uh, Chelsea was med medically evacuated last season. Um, she lost. Well, do you some call? Do you call? Um, uh, Rock? No, a Roscoe. Roscoe's foot break. Uh, yeah, yeah, Ro uh, yeah. Ro Ross Clark Jones um, in that challenge. Yeah, he, he was the first medivac, I believe, in Australian Survivor. Um, obviously, that, that was very unfortunate. Um, and a yeah, similar similar thing happening here. Obviously, the brutal challenges. Uh, just not the, the Americans aren't strong enough for us Aussies. Obviously. Um, <laughs> It, it, it seems it, it didn't quite work out for them. Whoa. Russell Hans, Sandra Diaz, Twine and Nina all going pre-merge. Um, I did not you know, expect they'll, some they'll, they'll probably have to bring some. Um, they'll, they'll have to bring some stronger competitors next time. Jenny K, welcome to the chat. Uh, JLP has formally asked her back. He has never said that when someone exited a season before. That's right. Yeah, it will be great to see Nina come back in the future. Fingers crossed uh, we yeah. do see her schmong as well in the chat you're gonna to have to tell me how to pronounce your name because uh I, last week i was having troubles with yeah. it i was so sad when nina left she was one of my favorites and yeah definitely one of our favorites as well marcus evans in the chat as well welcome back marcus nina went out on all <laughs> things a slip and slide challenge slip look and it's an slide. aussie thing she did it's an aussie thing the old slip and slide the americans aren't up for it uh so you know that's what you got to do we've got a lot of slip and slides in our challenges so get on it aussie americans we need you. Yeah, and we, we, we might as well just jump right into it. This reward challenge, a very interesting take on the reward challenge. Obviously, um, they wanted this, you know, cross-tribal alliances to form. Um, I know. You know families that was great. I love that. To meet four teams, each team split into two. It was a bit confusing for me watching it. I was I was very confused. It took me a while to actually get the format around my head. Um, mm. the, the red tribe and the pink tribe, the light blue tribe blue and the and blue tribe. Blue. The, the buffs looked very similar, but that, that's beside the point. Um, a, an interesting way to approach a challenge. What did you think about that, Robin, having four oh. teams and, and potential for split tribes there? 
I loved it. I don't. I don't think we've seen that before ever. I really love that no. concept because that. I, and unfortunately, it's like one of those same things with champions versus contenders. They really wanted three. They wanted the. They wanted to go one, two. They wanted champions to win. They wanted contenders to win. They wanted the third one. This was kind of one of those smaller things. They really wanted to have a light blue and a pink win, or like they wanted a crossover. Unfortunately, it just didn't happen. But I really love that concept. I think it's a. I think it should come back. And a nice way yeah. to kind of split the tribes and make a bit of division and get some communication going across cross lines. Really good. Yeah, I, I think it is an interesting concept. And I almost feel like in, in a normal Australian Survivor season without the blood versus water dynamic, it would, it would be really interesting to have, um, potentially in a pre-merge situation. Um, and yeah, I mean, we, we did see Shay was kidnapped at one point um, to come to the other tribe in a reward. I, I do think it does create interesting dynamics. At this stage, it's probably not as exciting given we've already seen a lot of these players come together um but yeah. obviously with the aftermath of a lot of blind sides khan especially that would have been very interesting if khan had gone mm -hmm. in to the red tribe and really seen blood over amy's yeah. elimination i was surprised we didn't see too much of khan's fury this episode because it really did seem like he would be very upset yeah but what can you do like, what can you do in that situation? It's like you're on the other tribe. You've just got to roll with the punches. So, I like, you know, I know they hyped it up. They hyped it up in the ads, Khan's Fury. Will Khan get his revenge? It's not – when you're on separate tribes, you can't. It's such a it's such a weird marketing tactic that they always seem to do. It's not possible. You can't get the revenge. You might get it down the track. So, I think he played it well. I think he was just, you know, whatever. i got to keep moving on. That's sad, but yeah, I'm going to keep playing. I, I've been very impressed by Khan. This week especially, he is really – coming to his own. Um, as you say, we, we didn't quite see his fury. Still waiting on Sue's big move from season one as well. Ho hopefully that'll come eventually. Um, maybe it'll be a big move to Blindside Nina or, or something like that in the future on fans versus favorites or mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, but certainly, yeah, with Khan, he's, he's had a big week, I think. And if I was to say, just, just an early call, we'll discuss this towards the end of the podcast in terms of who played the best this week. Um, but for Khan, holding on to his idol at this point in the game, I was really concerned for him, and we did discuss this with Simon last week. You know, when is the right time to play your idol? Um, especially headed into the merge at this point, and everyone knowing where your idol stands. Khan has he, he's got a really strong grasp on all the social relationships at this point. And while people have put his name out there, still he, he's still got this idol in his pocket. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he is really doing uh, an amazing job with a public idol, uh, and just it just goes to show two things so the first thing is his social game is just really nice but the other is australian survivor is a different beast still it's not american survivor in american survivor that won't fly uh, i mm. i couldn't see that flying as long as it has here you know those relationships are really important and we see that definitely in in um tuesday night's episode those relationships that loy the loyalty that thing that we still had from um you know our first remake when we came back for season three but i call yeah. season one of strength survivor that's still there that's that loyalty thing we can't whether it's a good thing or a bad thing we can't seem to shake it yeah and it it is an interesting point you bring up there with the loyalty because i think the loyalty was actually betrayed this week and that was really the the, the precipice of, of a lot of this week, obviously, with Chrissy, Croc, and Benny, this uh, feud that happened here, we, we will discuss that because I, I do have... I, I'm very interested to see what you think about Benny's revenge arc. 
um, because I, I'm not sure that Croc was the right person to get rid of, especially when Croc didn't fight with him. But um, we, yeah. we we will talk about that. We'll get there. Uh, Jen, we'll get there. Jen, Jenny K. Um, a fun fact here: after the first two eliminations, the next seven people voted off are all from the original blood tribe excluding alex's quit and nina's medivac which i haven't really noticed and i don't know if that's because mm. everyone is you know in this blood versus water dynamic the the tribal lines aren't too strong um but i'm going to bring up the confessional chart here because it's what i've got oh for, god here um, we go again it's it's what i've got showing the original tribes um and yeah that's that's right i think what what is it kate alex quit then it was jay sandra Sophie from the original Blood Tribe, Amy, Nina Amy. was medivaced, Croc and Ben. Yeah, it's a very yeah, wow. interesting, uh, a very interesting, almost Pagongin at this point, but unintentional, obviously. And now it looks like what Sam, Jesse, David, Jordan, and Michelle, only five members yeah. remaining from the original Blood Tribe. Um, and really Dave out of all of that. that. Yeah, and Dave, Dave's still he's standing still there. somehow. He's still we, we haven't seen Dave in a while. Um, but oh, yeah, well, Dave, he's done. Dave's he's thrown his grenades. Still, <laughs> he's um yeah he, he's managing to hold on at this point it's amazing because i think after the first week we said who, who will be the next to go other than dave we were expecting him to go basically in the fourth episode or fifth episode we um, did say yet, though if he doesn't he's still, go he's still standing he's going deep he'll go deep if he doesn't yeah. go and yeah he's, that's right he's he's pointless he's he's certainly become someone that is that has stuck around for a long time and it, it doesn't look like um he is going anywhere jenny k as well bringing up here Mel has mm -hmm. gone 12 episodes with mm -hmm. zero confessionals still insane. Fire the editors. And Jenny, stick around because I'm going to go on a big rant toward the end of this yeah. podcast. I I really do want justice for Mel and Michelle at this point because we haven't yeah. seen much of them at all this season. Uh, it seems like they they are playing some role in the strategy and I'm not sure what it is. Maybe they're not giving entertainment enough confessionals. Maybe they're not as important to the story arc. But gosh, Robin, I really want to see something from Mel and Michelle, especially after it's, this last episode as well. Yeah, it's a shame. Well, I guess there's a couple of things in this in this last three episodes that kind of hint towards a Mel and Michelle. They actually know the game of Survivor. Mm. Like a lot of people were going a bit crazy with the KJ vote that Mel threw out there. You know, I think that's someone who goes, maybe there's a twist coming up. I'm doing this as a precaution on the what ifs. I think, and then we see the fire challenge. There's, they've got something to tell, and they've obviously cast them for a reason. Aside from the fact they're identical twins, is cool. But yeah. I mean, you're, it's really, yeah. We, we'll, you'll get into your rant. We don't want to pre-rant. Yeah, that's right. And um, Marcus as well. He says, "Can we talk about the promo from this week?" Spoiling three big players will go and showing showing Nina, mm -hmm. Croc, Mark, Khan, and Chrissy. Obviously, two of those big players went in terms of Nina and Croc. Uh, the, the third big player, who would that be? Would it be Benny or ben. would it be, who was the other one to go home this week? It was Ben, it's just Ben. Oh, it was just Ben. Only three went yeah. home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause there was the, um, the, the KJ tribe swap there. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, because of, because the, of the, the, Nina. Mel, the Mel fire making. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Ben, Ben being the third big player this week. Yeah. The, the promos are always really hard to grasp your head around. We, we did say before, Sue's big move. Obviously, this week, three big players going home. Um, I, I, I really still don't, don't like I still don't call I really don't like a big it. player. I don't call him a big player. He's a great character. He's a great cast player. He really is a great member of this season. But he's not a big player to me. He really isn't. And he proved that to me this week. Um, yeah, he, I... I 
I, I would almost say the opposite because what we've seen with Croc, obviously we didn't see too much of him, uh, not, not as much as I would have liked to have seen, um, especially as someone who was a fan of Croc from his days in rugby league. I was really keen to see how yeah. he won in this season, especially as a super fan as well. Um, mm. From what I understand, he's a big fan of the show. We didn't see too much of him in terms of confessionals. It's more so been from Chrissy's side of the fence. Um, but certainly I think we will be seeing a lot more of Croc or at least the aftermath of Croc um, over these coming weeks, especially as we enter the merge, because Chrissy really does seem like a woman scorned after that blindside. Yeah. But backing up, what makes you say he's a big he's a big game player? Uh, not, not so much a big game player, but a big player in the game. He's obviously a, a crucial okay. piece of the of the yeah. pie. Um, and you know, I, I think he, he's one of the one of the big players in terms of his other um his other half in Chrissy in the game, obviously. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. I, I think she is really going to go on this big revenge cycle, which is what we're seeing um in yes. in this next cycle uh, of promos yeah. this week. Um we, we won't focus too much on the promos though. We'll we'll definitely talk about what was um what what was what was shown on, on the on the show and we'll, we'll, we'll go back in chronological order here obviously we mentioned that nina getting injured in the challenge they went off on reward nina was taken away for medical assessment unfortunately when it came for the immunity challenge though she returned on crutches and it was time for her to go from the game uh really really sad to see nina go uh robin you, you obviously shed some tears for that um oh, I did. In, the, in, the I... immunity, in the immunity challenge though we did see uh josh help the blood tribe to win immunity um and also an advantage was up for grabs at this immunity challenge as well the loss of nina obviously massive for the tribe how much do you think it would have affected the morale around camp uh i think the way she went out you know is the morale hit Losing someone, that's the game. You're going to lose someone. But the way she went out, she was a well-loved person, definitely a big threat, definitely someone I'd be wanting to get out of the game. But I I think it's just the way, you know, it's it's devastating when someone who is so well-loved goes down and then like it's foot injuries are a long time to heal. Mm. It's not a, it's not a fun thing. That It just sucks. And, you know, they got lucky. You know, that um, was it Khan was not able to deliver knocking down the targets. And yeah. Bloods got back in the game, which they, and, you know, they did it for Nina, but they got really lucky to get that that um, immunity, which is nice. It's a nice bit of for Nina, but in the grand scheme of things, it's, yeah, look, I feel like it's going to hurt them, but they'll just keep moving. The game, the game doesn't slow down for that, you know. There'll be a little bit of grief and that's it. Move on. Yeah. And on, on Nina, I'm honestly shocked because she's obviously outside of Sandra. She really was the biggest threat in the game. Well, Khan as well is obviously a big threat. But Nina came in with a target pain on her back. Mm. Um, I, I must say, she obviously played did a brilliant job in, in terms of forming those social relationships because everyone seemed to love her. Her name never came up once. Um, it's it's just amazing. I, I do have to give Nina props for the game she played with the target yeah. she came she came into the game with. She was able to work her way in, obviously, with Mark on that uh, water tribe early on, switched tribes later, voted out her mum, and, you know, really ingratiated herself well with basically everyone. Her name never really came up as, a, as an option. Um, uh, you know, I really do have to give her props. She played such a great game, and I do think had she stayed in the game, um, you, you obviously had had your pencil on her for final tribal oh, council. Oh, yeah. I, I do think she was she was on track to to go very deep in the game. 
really, it, it did look like she had the potential to be one of those people that, you know, really just easily make it through the final eight or final six and have yeah, that opportunity really to, to go for the end game. Everything about her game is just um, like, she's got that perfect survivor player element where, you know, she's got a great social game and she's got that strategic mindset from her mum. She's learned, she's grown up with survivor, but that other element is come merge. She's in this really awesome position where she's good at challenges. She's not great at challenges. She's a, she's active fit and she contributes, you know, but she's no way in hell going to compete against Shay. All the blokes, the big blokes who like the Benny, all these people. She, So she gets this, she's in the really beautiful sweet spot, you know. You don't want to be too good. You don't want to be too shitty. And Nina just, like Nina is just right. In my opinion, she's possibly one of, unfortunately, going out medically, the most enjoyable person I've seen play as an all-rounder in a long time. For me personally, yeah. I thought she was great. I'd, I I would put Haley. Uh, above her in terms of just not right. Oh, I love Haley. Last season. I, I am. I loved Haley last season, but Nina I did, certainly... but she did get voted out. Haley got voted out and saved by a twist. That's that. That's another season. Um, but but no, with, with Nina, I think she has played a great game, and yeah, certainly uh, as we said before, um, someone I would love to see come back in the future. And I do think uh, if she was to return, she would have a good shot at winning. Maybe not in US Survivor, but Australian Survivor, I could see her mm. winning. The only mark against her, I think, would be if she made final tribal council and there was another Aussie against her. I do think they would vote for the Aussie at the end of the day. Um, Unfortunately, I agree. What 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 a great player. She she really does almost seem like a Saree Fields to me, um, in that she she's such a strong social player. Obviously, like her mother, mm. she's she's from the same cloth as her mother. Um, but you know, such a strong player. I can't ever see her winning, whether that be on US Survivor or Australian Survivor, but Oh, what, what a delight it has been to have Sandra and Nina on this season. It really has made it, yeah. it all the more enjoyable, I think. Yeah, it is. For the, for those diehard fans like ourselves who have been around, like, you know, I've been watching this since I was 12 years old. To have mm. a Sandra come in with her daughter, you know, I, I got excited with Russell and then highly disappointed with Russell. I didn't believe he was a champion. He should never have come on as a champion. But I got excited because I do love a bit of Russell Madness. Any Like, you give me a classic American player on our game, I, I really am. Like, I would love to see a Boston Rob. I'd love to see a Rupert. I'd love to see a Sari. Oh, my God. Uh, there's so many characters from the American season that I would love to come in and just, even if it is a cash grab for them, I don't care. You know, it's just nice. It's nice for us. A um, bit of nostalgia for us to kick on back to those old seasons, the golden days of Survivor. Mm. Yeah, no, it's it, it's certainly yeah. What was great to have Sandra and Nina on the show, even if it was a short term sugar hit, um, yeah. and I really think it has accelerated the pace of the game as well. Um, this season, everyone is playing, and one of those big players in the first episode of this week, really, uh, and and throughout the whole week, was Jesse, who immediately began to gun for Ben. He wanted Ben out of the game, believing mm. Ben to be a big threat going into the merge. Jesse making a big move here, and. It, it was a pretty good one because it almost paid off. Yeah, it almost paid off. But this goes back to that same thing. What Understanding the format, you know, understanding Nina's just been taken out, understanding that all of a sudden there comes this strange reward into an immunity challenge. Something is mm. up. Something is up. And I don't, you know what, I really, I'm liking Jesse and I'm really liking, Geordie is now, like, I didn't give Geordie enough credit for, his Sandra move, and I still won't. But Geordie is real. That that move has instigated a, a really great sort of player coming out of Geordie. 
Um, yeah. He's still making a couple of mistakes in my eyes, but Jesse come in and wanting to make that big move on Ben. Great idea. I just think his timing was a little bit off. Like perfect idea. Got everyone on board. Made sense. The Nina, yeah. the Nina twist really hurt Jesse there. Yeah. And I, I do. I it, it did when I first saw the advantage come up at the challenge. I almost cringed because I knew straight away we're going to have this non-elimination twist. Something yeah. is going to happen here. And yeah, yeah you, you're right. I, I am surprised that Jesse didn't think that through. Sam is especially as well being a former player. Mm -hmm. um, she and didn't also actually get being, to that point in the game. But, but I, I would have thought that she would, she would think it through. Yeah, she was part of the last twist with Sophie. She she's experienced a twist. Like she mm -hmm. was in the last one. She got screwed over from the last one, you know, but, but that said, did, did it hurt Jesse in the long run? Moving forward, it doesn't hurt Jesse at all. It actually strengthens Jesse. I, yeah. I've always said, and I, my mate Jack and I, we used to always say, it's always good to take these moves and make the mistakes, you know, early mm. on pre, pre merge, you need to make, and it wasn't, it wasn't a massive mistake. Like it really wasn't, but it just was just off because of the potential of Nina not being Nina taking the eliminated spot and understanding how the format needs to run for X amount of days, something's going to happen either this tribal or next tribal. And when you see that reward come up, but then what do you do? What do you do in that situation? You can't. Yeah. I, I almost feel like, and it, it's hard to say if you were in that position, obviously, because you don't know what's going on in the game. You don't know what that advantage could be as well. That advantage, they could get to tribal council, um, you know, and, and it could be maybe they reveal it and then they have to vote out a second member. You, re you really don't know. Um, but you're right. I would be thinking to play conservatively, maybe get rid of someone like KJ, someone that's not going to upset too many people. Um, mm -hmm. And that, that's ultimately what happened because Ben was voted out, but then it was revealed at Tribal Council that the Blood Tribe had the opportunity to pick one of either Ben, KJ and Khan as the three vote getters to come mm -hmm. to their tribe. KJ ultimately becomes the sacrificial lamb that joins the other tribe. Um, but you, you're right. You, you would, especially at this point in the game, we've thought about this many times with all these non-elimination twists throughout the history of the show. You, you need to be vigilant of what's going on. You need to, you know, be wary um, of, of what can happen at any stage because I, I think it, I think it is almost a good idea in Australian Survivor. While people play with a short-term memory, you should be thinking about how many players are left in the game. What day is it? How close we to merge? Um, I think for, for an Australian Survivor player going onto the show, and this might reveal a little bit of my strategy here and my, and my way of thinking, um, I've come to notice every Sunday, every third Tribal Council cycle, there's always a big twist. Um, so you've always got to remain vigilant of that. And obviously, as you said, when JLP revealed that little twist at the at the challenge, you should be thinking, okay, something's up here. We need to play yeah. carefully. But as you said, it, it didn't hurt Jesse in the long run because nah. Benny Benny was a, absolutely scorned by this last vote. He was mainly upset by Chrissy, but Croc and was Croc. his target in the next episode because he thought Croc betrayed him, but Croc actually voted with Benny for Khan. So yeah. it was very interesting to me that he would go to Jesse. There's obviously something that was missing in the edit at this point yeah. um, because we certainly didn't see it, but Jesse all of a sudden became the man that Benny came running to. Yeah, that was interesting. It's unless, unless Croc hasn't really communicated um, the exact going on, because right from the start, we as an audience, our, us as the fan base are seeing Croc not happy with this vote. 
will will he's not going to be happy, but he will be the he will go to the other one in case of an idle play. But he doesn't come to Ben, and maybe Benny's upset because he doesn't come to him and say that he's getting voted out. Maybe maybe Croc is thinking there is a twist coming up. Maybe that was his thought process that it's it's probably inconsequential. I don't know. You know, it's a bit of a strange Ben. I don't know if. You know, there's a couple of moves in that next episode that I, I don't like. I don't agree on Croc's move, and I don't agree on Ben's move, and they both have gone because of those moves that they've followed on with. You know. Yeah, and yeah, obviously Croc pointing the target towards uh, points target towards Jesse, doesn't he? After blood yeah. with immunity, obviously Water going to tribal council. Um, yeah, Croc points the target toward Jesse. He tells Benny about that, but then immediately Benny goes back to Jesse and yeah. Sam. Yeah, it's. For, for Benny, I think it's a good move. Great move for Benny. Um, ultimately again, not, yeah, though. it's it's it, well, you're right. Ultimately not. Um, but it, it did keep him safe for at least one more vote. Um, yeah. But yeah, he he was in a tough position here. But yeah, I do wonder was it the wrong move to go? It's with you know to to flip on Croc, vote out your closest ally who has not betrayed you at all in the game, and yeah. really you pissed off Chrissy in the process as well. The, the, there's a couple of things about it. So, so you know what? I don't mind Benny's thinking. Benny goes off and he does this, and Ben is target number one. And we know if you are target number one, and I think I was a bit annoyed at Poverty and Winners at War for this same thing, or Boston Rob. I can't remember who I was annoyed at. But if your name's out there, if you can remove your name from the table, that's that's genius. Ben has taken his name off the chopping block, Jesse is already on, and now Croc has replaced Ben. So it's now it's now between these two. So I don't mind it to a degree. It just it just the way he's gone about it hasn't really built his relationships back it up, it, and obviously ultimately leaves his leaves him um, to his downfall the next episode, regardless uh, because of the backstab on Croc. Croc had his back, and this is the this is the thing that I would have loved to have seen from Croc. Out of everything, I get Croc wants to save. Ben totally do. And we see that he sits there and he goes, I really like Ben. I don't want to get rid of him. And then, and that's, that's the emotional side of croc going. I like this guy. I want to play with him. He's not talking strategically. He's talking. I like him. Then he goes and has a go at Chrissy for saying, don't play with your heart, play with your head, flips Mm -hmm. it around. What he's got an idol. And I like to me, Australian survivor, Across the board, our, and Mark says it the very next episode, you don't bring a knife to a gunfight, you bring a tank, and this is my tank. So it's like, it's defense. This yeah. is a perfect time for Mark to go, or for, for Croc to go, they want Benny gone. I don't want Benny gone. I'm going to let them do that thing. I won't tell Benny. I'll just save Benny. And mm-hmm. I will vote out Jesse. Game over. Big play. Blindside everyone. Now everyone's going to have a bit of a back step because that was a huge move. And they're going to be a little bit afraid. And then they, and then ultimately, for some reason, when someone takes a power seat, even though Croc gives up his power, you do see people want to side with him for a little bit. He's now locked in Ben's loyalty for however long. And then maybe someone else who was on the app with, with, he still gets Chrissy. You know, I just think sometimes saying stuff when you've got, you've got the key, you had the key, you could have sorted this out. Who knows how long it would have lasted, but he would have lasted longer than he did. Yeah, and I, I would be interested. Ho- hopefully we can talk to Karok and Chrissy at some point in the postseason mm. uh, for a post-game retrospective. But, yeah, I would love to hear Karok's 
logic behind that move, throwing out Jesse's name. Um, and, and yeah, where, where he did stand with Benny, because I, I was a little bit confused as to where this croc betrayal became came all of a sudden. It, it almost seemed like Benny wanted to lash out more so at Chrissy, even though he still had Croc's trust. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as you say it, it ultimately wasn't the right move on Benny's part because he does go in in the next episode. He salvaged himself for for one vote, um, but really for for Benny, such a big game player, putting his neck on the line. Um, yeah, just just a a faux pas to to knock back his biggest ally in the game and ultimately yeah. end up on an island all on his own with really only mm-hmm. Shay in the game who's on the other tribe as the only other person on the bottom work with. Shay, yep. Shay, if 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 we don't go, if we didn't go to merge next week, Shay was they go Shay's, Shay's on the shot on the chopping block, and if they can't get rid of her, they like they they want to get rid of her, they don't want them mm-hmm. together. So like he doesn't have much room to go with, you know, and that comes down to he's a good challenge beast. There is that element of he's really like he seems to have that aggressive sore loser element to him that can rub people the wrong way, and now he's complaining about food. He's he's putting a couple of ticks on his name to go, we don't want to spend more time with you. Uh, and then just, just seems to misread. Everyone wants me gone. So I'm going to go and tell everybody the only person who wants me to stay is flipping on me. It's like, it's just a misread. Like there's something, there was something else Ben could have done. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I, 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 I always struggle with Australian survivor and trying to read between the lines an Australian survivor, especially compared to us and South Africa. Um, because it always seems like their storyline's missing and mm-hmm. we're getting, we're getting a very different storyline to what may have actually happened on the island. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's always hard to, to tell the stories of 15 different players in the game. Um, and they obviously find it hard to show confessionals for all 24 castaways <laughs> and not giving anyone a confessional, you know, no, once in 12 episodes. They're really um, good at it. But <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Of, of course they are. Of course they are. They're. You know, re- really giving a strong edit for Mel and Michelle and <laughs> and Jordan and Josh and David at this point. You know, they're, they're yeah. getting so much content. We're seeing so much and I'm getting to know them. Um, but no, it's it really is hard to to understand what someone is thinking, where, you know, where a certain vote is coming from, you know, what everyone's rationale is behind things. When we're only getting really one storyline um, mm. f- from one person in the game, it's, it's always hard to tell. Um, yeah. On, on the other tribe, though, on the Blood tribe, Mark does find the idol um, at his camp. Obviously, he found the clue at the reward challenge. He goes searching mm-hmm. for it, mm-hmm. finds the idol, and Geordie is the one who spots him searching. This is a major faux pas, Robin, and I sense you're about to burst because Mark says, and I, I will, um, I'll, I'll say this. He says, okay, I, I, I kind of feel like I've got to let him in on this secret now. I know it's a bad move, but I quote... Geordie is not a super malicious player. Robin, you mentioned earlier, Geordie was one of the main people who lobbied to get rid of Sandra in the game. In my mind, Geordie is a super malicious player and Geordie was rubbing his hands together after finding out that Mark has an idol. Uh, this There's so much about this. There's so much about this. And even the fact that Mark calls him a loose end. Like, oh, there's just like... the. Okay, so firstly, let's just talk about that reward. We have, we just, this is my doubt. Like this is, this is Mark's worst moments so far to me. I think this was a, just a big stuff up for him. He find, he sees the clue 
And then we get excited. We get excited and we've got to get it right now while everything's going on. What you do is you spot the clue, you let it sit there, and at the end or when people go away, you grab it when no one's around. Not when everyone, because people will see, why did he get up and move? They're going to notice you moving to sit down. You could have put your shoes on where you were. Like, it's a weird thing to think that this is potentially going to be where no one is going to see me. Just watch it. Just watch it from afar. Keep your eye on it. If someone else grabs it, great. You have information. Information is infinitely more power than the idol itself as we're seeing with um, Geordie coming in and knowing this. Just why did he go so fast for it? It just... Yeah. Uh. It's, it is it is a hard one. And, you know, you never really know when is the right time. You know, when when is no one looking? It's always hard. Um, it is. He, he did He did hold on for, what, about five days before he, he went searching for the idol after finding that clue at the reward mm-hmm, challenge. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, you're right. I think I think Mark's main faux pas though in that case was sharing the Telling. idol with with Geordie. I think it's But what do you do? It's, it's hard. Geordie's come in. Geordie, but I also don't think Geordie should have gone. Geordie's come at it to go, I need to know about the idol. Geordie should have kept that information, kept that, kept watching and use that to get rid of Mark. Not to not use it to kind of come closer to Mark, but he could he could have really used that information a little differently. I don't think he should have come in the way he did and now gone buddy, buddy, even though he knows and now he can use it. He, he probably will use it against him at one point in time. Hmm. But the fact is he, at the moment, as far as we know, he's the only one that knows about it. Mark yeah. can, like I, if I'm Mark, uh, I've told him just between us, next vote, you're gone, mate. You are gone. Next vote. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I'm getting rid of Geordie straight away. He called him a loose end. Done. Chop him. He's done for me. Yeah, that's right. And and as he, as he said, it is a tank, not a, you know, not not a knife in a gunfight. Um and yeah, I I, I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how how Geordie and Jesse especially um two players with big targets. And I, I'm loving Geordie and Jesse at this stage. Um yeah, me too. in the game. They this, this was a good week for them. They've yeah. they've been amazing. Um, two really entertaining guys who, who just seem to have be having a lot of fun out there. Um, yeah. I, I think that's that's something I will say for this cast especially. Um, I, it's the same with every season, but this cast, everyone seems to be having so much fun out there. You know, Jordy and Jesse, Khan is not? having so much fun. Sam yeah. and Mark, Chrissy. Um, you know, it's you know the, the opportunity of a lifetime for them all. And mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I, I I really like seeing players who are having a lot of fun, making big moves, really excited to be there. Um, and, yeah, for, for a lot of these players, I don't think they care if they go, you know, first or or make it all the way to the end because, you know, I think it was in Croc's uh, exit interview, he said, you know, I'm just really grateful to have had, had the opportunity to play this great oh. game, especially with my yeah. my sister-in-law as well. Um, it's obviously a, you know, a great, great opportunity for them all. And, yeah, Jordy and Jesse this week, I if we were giving out MVPs for this week, I would say Jordy and Jesse, mm-hmm. both of them deserve accolades, yeah. and, and Khan as well yeah. as we mentioned has had a good week. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Like I, everything, and even even when it came, to, you know what that 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 individual immunity where we do see Jordy just go like he he put up a good fight for someone who shouldn't put up this fight he did um, physically compared to Shay, but he just put in. And you know what? If Ben didn't go to take um, Khan down. Khan would have stayed there for himself. Like, I don't know if you saw it. He was about to say to JLP, can I just stay up here until mm-hmm. he got taken off? I love that. You know, I really loved, he's like, oh, I'll give you the, I'll give you the immunity, 
I'm just doing it for myself. I want to see if I can last an hour. I want to be one of those people. You know, I've yeah. got it's great. Like, yes, you're putting yourself through hell, but it's fun doing it. You don't get to God, like, for, I mean, for you and I, it's, we would dream of that. We do dream of that, you know? So I'm so happy that they're enjoying it. They're getting a chance to really have fun out there, even in the the squalor. So I, I, yeah, those, those three did really well this week in the grand scheme of things and they're having fun mm. and they're, they're playing the game and the game is exciting. And as I can't, I don't think I can move things across with you, but like Ben was saying about how hard it is to follow, like we don't, you, it's true. We don't actually get the st- same strategic elements that the American breakdown gives us. So it does become a little bit yeah. hard to know. We're not actually seeing too much Alliance chat, but at the same time, it's, I don't think it impacts it a large amount. We kind of, I, I get the gist and you kind of, you know, you kind of get the gist through tribals, um, but we're not seeing the hard Alliance, Alliance swapping and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I, I think, um, on the alliances, it is very hard to follow this season, especially, um, you know, we, we've got identical twins. We've got Jordy and Jesse, who are basically identical brothers. Um, mm. Josh and Jordan, who I couldn't tell you the difference. Josh is a pilot and Jordan is a rugby player, right? That's yeah. that's all I know about them because we haven't had any confessionals. Um, too many Jays. Yeah, too many Jays on this time around. Yeah, way too many Jays. Um, <laughs> yeah, it has been hard to follow at times. Um, I do want to bring it back and discuss this individual immunity challenge. Um, Jonathan here saying, yeah, Khan almost pulled a Jane from Nicaragua. Um, Nicaragua, I don't know if you know this, Robin, it's one of my favourite seasons of all time. Fabio is my favourite player. Um, no, of course, Jane, Why? Jane, Jane dug deep wanting to beat Fabio in, in, that, mm. in that challenge in, in Nicaragua, of course. Um, but, yeah, so we have Shay, who obviously outlasts Geordie. Um, mm. And the key battle we have here is Khan and Sam. They strike a deal. Khan, as you said, just wants to last an hour on that challenge. Um, basically, gives the individual mini necklace to Sam. Um, very interesting, and, and we will discuss this, but I, I do want to say, Sam, what an effort she put in in that challenge. Um, seized up, obviously, and then fainted. fainted. Really, really scary. I, I think I saw Geordie say that it was one of the scariest days of his entire life. Um, mm. You know, obviously seeing Sam on the ground there, um, completely out of it. it, it does show the the toll it takes on you and especially being out there in charters towers in this you know immense heat in the middle of the day standing up there for an mm-hmm. hour exposed to the sun what a brutal challenge yeah and look that we do brutal ones i feel like ours are more brutal the the standing on that pole on the those those tiny little poles rather than like a little slat of wood that you see in the american ones i mean i was thinking about that yesterday watching or i watched it last night um, and I was like, ah, oh, if I ever did get on, I, I would step off that. Like, I really want to last with a lot of things, but I don't think my feet would enjoy that. And mm. I would be done. Like that is, that looks like hell. So I actually <laughs> thought, I actually thought the opposite. And, um, <laughs> I, Compared to US Survivor, you you normally have this, um, you know, in the similar challenge in the US, you have a plank of wood and then you you gradually step down each notch and it gets mm-hmm. thinner and thinner and you have to put one foot in front of the other. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think I think that would almost be harder than standing on those poles. But, I mean, mm-hmm. as we were saying, it is brutal, um, yeah. brutal regardless to, to see that challenge. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, John, Jonathan as well saying, imagine if she dropped on the actual challenge, her poles were much higher. 
Um, oh, and her others, box. Yeah. That was really funny. That was, I was yeah. like, wow. <laughs> that was very, very funny. Yeah. I, I loyal am. Um, yeah. We could see the circular ring on the sole of Jesse's um, feet. And yeah, mm-hmm. it's, I, I have always wondered that. Um, that that's always been one of my bugbears of Survivor. And one of the things that's concerned me of ever play is, is the toll it takes on your feet. Um, it just, <laughs> it's, it, it seems like the smallest thing to talk about, but. Um, I'm a delicate you know, flower. I don't, I can't the, do that. On the, I've never seen on, a hard day's on, on the, work um, in my life. On on the challenge where where you grasp in a pole and you have to dig your toes into those little um, into those little notches, you, you know I, I always I, I always look at them and yeah, j- just see the the amount of torment you, you're going through with your feet. It's brutal. Um, it's yeah, that, that that's one of the things that that always yeah. I always think about. I always think, gosh, the, the pain you go through on your feet, especially having to stand yeah. up for you know they- for six hours, eight hours. Um, it'd be brutal. The challenge is a classic of US Survivor, but they stand on a block. They don't stand on the yeah. two poles. They don't stand on those rods like like we said before. Like it could impale Sam. It's, it's, yeah, it's, the um, it's ridiculous. It, it, it on on the topic of Australian Survivor endurance challenges, the um, it, it's just reminded me now of the final immunity challenge from last season. Obviously, the the one out of Wolf Creek, um, the, where, yeah, where the, Flick, the torture Flick, device. Yeah, the, the, the torture device. It's um, yeah. I mean, I it, it was a great immunity challenge. Um, similar with the reward from episode ten, though the first episode of the week, um, we we were obviously clued in that both tribes would be going to tribal council. And again, Robin, you got to think here. Okay, something's up. I, I'm sure Australian Survivor would never do a double tribal council boot. Um, there's there's always got to be yeah. one person to go home. Um, yeah. And a, as we learnt when we got to tribal council, something was up. So, something was fishy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that, look, I actually, out of all the out of the three twists so far this season, I don't mind that one. That's my favourite one, to be honest. Yep. I don't yep. mind a fire making challenge. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I, I absolutely agree. It it's. It's fair, um, you know. Unlike last season's Redemption Rock, where we had Baden and Haley both voted out, and then it was a secret just return at a random point in the game. What was it? Final yeah. twelve, final eleven, um, yeah. and there was no there was no prior knowledge of it. Um, and yeah, also... I do think it, it, it was a fair way to do it. And I, I will yeah. give um, I will give Animal Shine props for that. Yeah, because like you know, the other one you have the standard. What they were they holding onto the pole above the water again? It was, and so. Yeah, you know, Haley is much more equipped for that. Like it's it's slightly favored for you know those long time holding on endurance challenges. Those beastie uh, challenge beast women are so like they destroy us every day. They are amazing at those challenges, and I'm very happy about it because Haley was definitely my favorite of the season, um, and I wanted her to win. But at the same time, there's that you know I feel like. If you can't make fire, that's on you. There's no real, there's no advantage other than the fact that you've just been lazy and haven't learned how to make fire. Mm. And they both yeah, got, it was I mean, really close. It was really close. It, it, it was close. And before we get into that, we will discuss a little bit of the strategy behind the vote first up. Um, obviously, you know, we, we had this factor where Sam can't agree to give Sam the necklace. Khan obviously has an idol in his pocket. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Because... Obviously, it is something that has backfired in the past. We've seen both Brandon Hans and Eric Reichenbach go home because of that, um, giving mm-hmm. up immunity. Obviously, Khan did have an idol. Um, it wasn't necessarily a, a crucial, what was it, final final five for both of them, I believe, in, in mm-hmm. Micronesia and South Pacific. Um, one, 
but it, it it did seem it was more of a camaraderie loyalty thing as we were discussing at the top of the show. It's obviously a bit different. One of my ultimate moves that I would love to do, which is pretty much what Khan did, except no one know I've got an idol, but I want people to vote for me. I really, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm wanting to lure the, I'm, I mean, I'm telling yeah, the, the, the Kelly Wentworth in Cambodia. Yeah. I want to give up votes. my immunity. Yeah. I want to give up my immunity necklace. So you vote for me, play my hidden idol. I would love that. Mm -hmm. And so, but, but in this case, it wasn't that everyone knows Khan has an idol. This is just going back to Khan's beautifully strong social game. He's made up, he's, he's given his word. He's putting some trust out there and I, it's, it's risky and it's bold. Uh, I think doing what he did is actually far better than going against his word. If he didn't strike that deal, because people get funny. People get funny yeah. about that with the deals. I'm yeah, told Jonathan here. Jonathan here saying, yeah, it was more like Jenner in the Amazon than, yeah, Brent, Brendan and Erica. Yeah. And that's absolutely right. It, it was more of a loyalty move. Um, yeah. You know, I, I was scared of it at first, um, but obviously understanding that Khan knows his position within the game. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's obviously a very bold move strategically, a great move socially, um, and it really does show how indebted he is to Sam in this game. Um, yeah. You know, I, I've, I've got to give him props for for such a ballsy move um, and holding on to his idol as well. Yeah, strong um, move. You know, I, like, I great, loved it. Loved it. Great, great move on on his part. Um, and, yeah, obviously uh, the, the two names that are coming up, we, we obviously have Shay. Um, Shay, KJ, and Mel are the three Mel. that are on the bottom at the Blood Tribe. Um, and at the water, and at the water tribe, it's obviously Chrissy and Benny are the two on the chopping block when it comes to yeah. the votes. Both both Benny and uh, it is Mel, Mel. On, on the blood tribe who are both voted out. It is revealed by Jono uh, as we discussed that they will go to fire making challenge. And Robin, as you mentioned, there such a tense fire making challenge. I really really enjoyed it. It is probably that was great. I, I, I don't necessarily have a ranking of my favorite fire making challenges. And this, this might be a future video I'll do on my channel this at is, some point. Yeah. Who knows? But um, this, this was a very entertaining fire making challenge. So, um, so close. I, I do want to back up just after this, but um, with this, what I really like is the cool, calm headed uh, uh, head of Mal in this mm -hmm. moment, because it is so close and they lose it and they get it back. And then you see, you see the problem that, 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 you know, that, sore loser element that you see you see benny gets really upset when he loses something or he gets something wrong and this is this was he does his hail mary of just chuck all the husk on and hope for god because he he can't keep that cool calm focus in that moment from what we see it's like i'm just going all in i'm going all in, i'm chucking everything on and hopefully it gets it but mal just sticks through it she's got mate amazing coaching from her sister in the side melissa's just going block the block the wind build the sticks build the tp Ben isn't doing that. He's keeping it flat and he's, he's always just one step behind. So, was, and that's where you kind of, the only time we've got to see a bit of Mel and Michelle kind of go, well, they actually, they know their stuff about Survivor. They're, I'm sure there's some stuff there that. Mm. Yeah. Jonathan Gray as well. Fire making is so much better than that immunity consensus thing last season, obviously yeah. referring to when Laura and it was Laura and wait. Oh no, I, no, you're referring to the, to the Danny, um, vote there where Danny got the got got to vote out Baden. Either or, both both twists were terrible. Um, yeah, and yeah, yeah. When, when there's two people on the chopping block, this was um, certainly yeah. uh, as we said the, the right. That, the was right that move the to, to was that the three people were the only people that were allowed to vote or something? Yeah, that was I, ridiculous. I think That's John, Jonathan. Let, let us know which one you're referring to, but I think it, he might be referring to the one where Way um, Baden 
Um, and then the two members of the Bahrain tribe had, yeah, okay, yeah, Laura versus Shannon, yep. Um, yeah, where, where Shannon went home and Wei had the mm-hmm, deciding mm-hmm. vote there yeah. um, and had to determine who went home. Yeah, a, a lot better um, yeah. than, you know, than, than that. It, it is a very fair way to have it. And yet, um, as you said, Mel, great job to win fire making. I was honestly yeah. very scared that Benny would win. Um, and I must admit, as much as I love Benny, I did give out a big yippee when Mel won. <laughs> You didn't say yippee. Oh no, I I, I did a little bit of an emphatic. <laughs> no you know, one, you know, like, yeah, like no a, a bit of a, a a bit of a latent Hewitt, You know, come on. Um, yeah. but no, what, what what a great what a great win on Michelle's um, part. Um, I, I'm really happy to see. Yeah, it. but it, yeah. like it could have gone either way. Like we're just like it is a hail mary play, just going all in. But once that's gone, it's like you want that play to work. If it doesn't work, you're you're in trouble. So you kind mm. of got to go all in. And, and that's all. He was that little bit behind, that little bit of panic set in. You know what? He wasn't far away just because hers started hitting. It, you know, these things change in seconds. So, yeah, it was just the, the Hail Mary fell short for him and Benny goes home. But I wanted to back up to Shay here. Mm-hmm. So Shay wins immunity, right? And then she has that moment of I'm in control and wants to take the target on the two girls. Yeah. I find that so strange. Surely she could wrangle in the two girls on the bottom. She's on the bottom. Grab a Dave, who I think Dave, Dave's Dave's a number they could potentially sway. Yeah. Try and break up the boys here. There was a chance. There was a play here. Yeah, I I think for I, I'm thinking from Shay's position, um, and you know, as Jonathan said earlier, we don't know what the dynamics are here, and ho- yeah. hopefully, once we hit the merge, it, it does become a lot clearer. Um, I'm yeah. not sure Shay had the relationships with the others, and I think maybe one of the main reasons why she didn't make a move is because she knew that obviously, with Benny getting attention from the other tribe, um, you know, her putting herself out there could potentially put an even bigger target on herself. And Benny, if he was saved as well. Um, I think that may have been why Shay was a bit apprehensive. And also, again, it, it doesn't seem like she has too big a relationship with Mel and KJ. Yeah, that's true. But it's just like when you're on the bottom, it doesn't matter if you have a personal relationship. You're all on the bottom. Yeah, hilarious. That would have been so funny. That would have been really funny. Like, would uh, Ben just step fun, down? Funny, or, funny or tragic. And this, it's, Both. yeah. That's where, it, that's where comedy comes from, doesn't it? <laughs> That's comedy does come from tragedy. tragedy. Um, that is right. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, as Mark says, there, imagine if Shay lost immunity and it was Ben versus Shay in the fire making challenge, mm. that would have added another dynamic to the blood oh, versus water twist. So brutal. I, was, was it, was it Geordie in the challenge who went, when Jesse went out and, you know, was struggling a little bit after stepping out mm-hmm. of the individual immunity challenge and Geordie said, blood's thick in the water, Jonathan. Yeah. Um, as you know, as to his concern um, regarding his yeah. father. Yeah. It's, I, I am sure the promos would have eaten that one up and oh, I'm sure we would have been spoiled if that was going to happen. Oh, yeah, we would have. We were always sport with everything. The, that's <laughs> the way we do Australian Survivor. Just don't watch ads. Don't watch ads and you're fine. Yeah. And we, we we are spoiled with some great characters on this season. I, I think that's that's certainly one of the benefits of Australian Survivor. Um, but there are, there are two characters who I would like to talk about right now because... Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. Let's get into this. Uh, we, we brought this up a couple of times throughout the season. I'm going to pop in the chat here right That's now. Just Let's crazy. Up. Mel crazy. and Michelle, we need justice. 
than Mel. We need Michelle justice. At this, point, at, at, at this point in the season, Mel has received zero confessionals from 12 episodes. Jenny Kay mentioned there, um, it is justice a record. It, it, it is a record for the most episodes in Australian survival where no one has received yeah. a confessional. In fact, the whole of Global Survivor, as far as I understand, at least in the English-speaking world, why hasn't Mel received a confessional at this point in the game? I, I'm i very disappointed by it. Michelle has received one confessional. And the, the reason why I gave out that yippee or that come on after Mel won that fire-making challenge is because I knew at that point Mel will get a confessional next week. And if she doesn't, end them all shine, I am coming and I'm burning down the building because, gosh, it, it it's it just disappoints me so much that someone can make it all the way to the merge and they receive zero airtime at all. And it's not just Mel and Michelle. It's David. David hasn't received mm-hmm. a, a confessional since episode four. I look back on last season, Gerald got nothing. Chelsea got nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Shaw's on Australian Survivor Champions vs. Contenders 2 got zero confessionals. Jay on this season got zero Josh. confessionals. Josh and Jordan, both of them, yeah. really aren't getting too much at all this season. It's it's just so disappointing to me that we get these characters who go out there um, for, for so long, mm. um, you know, put put their lives on hold to be a part of this show and they get nothing for it. It's, yeah. It is, as Mark says, Mel has beaten Flick's record in All-Stars. That's disgusting. I believe Gerald as well um, was was drawing yeah. on that yeah jonathan gray uh thank you to jonathan thank you gray. jonathan um, thank he, you he is he this is, is posting yeah jo- jonathan is posting these um confessional charts to twitter i believe i was pulled it off reddit um so definitely jonathan if you want to chuck your your twitter handle um in the chat um definitely check him out because oh. yeah he's sharing these confessionals um i and, will i will uh, check him out Joe Joseph Fetco as well saying, yeah, but that one confessional was fire. Um, but Joseph, w- wouldn't it be great if we got more from Mel and Michelle and, and Josh and Jordan as well? Um, yeah. I, I really would like to see some more from from all, all these castaways and not just have a, you know, a one-man show. You know, the, it's hard. I, I understand I'm still here. I'm back. Have I gone? Yeah, but you're back. Yep. I, I okay. Made it okay. Go on. Go. Yeah. Speak, speak um, mind, it's like so. So I understand the element of making this show, but something that really bugs me that we do not need with Australian Survivor is the flashback. I don't need Croc walking out onto the stadium in his old school jersey, bouncing a ball around. I don't need um, uh, Josh flicking switches on a pirate on a pirate ship on a, on a pilot uh, in his pilot plane ship. <laughs> I've yeah. only had one cider. I've only had one. I swear. Um, I don't need that. You know, we can, we can take out, I get, we're trying to get the characters. I get, we're trying to get the feel, but we can remove the stuff shot before the show or after the show mm. or all that. So we can remove that and give a confessional to these people. I don't know. It's hard. It's uh, yeah. Cause I sit there and go, why would they have cast them then? Surely they were interesting. Surely they had something to give in their audition, in their Skype interview, in the groups, in everything, all the stages, the what, seven stages to get through to the show. Surely yeah. they had something. Yeah. Uh, ALOLM here saying Survivor wants to squeeze everything from every contestant, so more TV time we may expect they're going out sooner. Um, 
I would say that's correct to an extent, although I, I think Gerald went seven episodes in a row um, up to his boot episode without getting a confessional. Um, of course, Sam and Jay as well, not getting a confessional at all. Marcus here, there's no excuse for the poor editing with three 90-minute episodes a week. US Survivor could dream of at least one 90-minute show a week. Yeah, could it's, we ever? It, 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 does, it does really, really disappoint me that we don't get... Um, we don't get these confessionals from all these players. Um, as I, yeah, it's uh, Jono as well saying Hannah in Champions vs Contenders 2 and Flick got there first in episode 10. Yeah, it's it, it really yeah. baffles me as to why we aren't getting the, this tension from these characters. And yeah, please, please give Mel a, a confessional for next week. Please, please, please. Mel and Michelle it's for fun. that matter. Give them the rest of the confessionals for the rest of the season. It's just hard. Like, you got to show, like, I, like sh I don't know what they're saying. Like, what? We, we're hearing from Harry. They spent three hours doing confessionals. There's mm -hmm. got to be five freaking seconds. There's got to be something you can use to weave the story. There has to be. Yeah. And <sighs> I, from, from, from exit interviews and the like, we have, you know, we, we obviously know that Mel and Michelle are both, um, you know, it, in the votes, it seems like they're almost floaters at this stage, um, not really dictating the vote, which is fair enough. But I'd at least like something, you know, especially with Sandra's blindside or, or whatever it may be with the swap, anything. Um, you know, we, we, we know we know that we, we know these confessionals are floating out here somewhere. So why don't we get them? I'd, I'd, I'd love at least for go. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd love for each castaway, as a general rule, to get at least one one confessional an episode, and I don't think that is too hard to ask. Um, Jonathan Gray here saying, yeah, according to Sam and Sophie, the Sophie vote was instigated by Michelle. Um, Crazy. Marcus here saying, yeah, unfortunately, the show is catered to the casuals and think the casuals get confused, which, quite frankly, after seven seasons, they should understand the show now. And, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I agree that we, we discussed this last week, the the little secret twin swap. Um, you know, I, oh, I still don't really know be. who is who. Um, but you know, we, we do need something there, especially if M Michelle is playing a big role, um, in the game and Mel as well. They, they both play like, big roles, whether that be in the Sandra or the Sophie vote. I would settle. I would like, I would at least settle for, yeah, I've had a great day today from either of them. If that's all I got, <laughs> at least they got something, you know, like surely there's something out there. How do you think Tribal's going to go tonight? Oh, it could go either way. Sweet. That's enough. Just at least give them something like this. That's like it. I'm, I know I'm being ridiculous, but you got why can't you even give them that? Yeah, Jonathan Gray, yeah, agrees here. I'd take uh, getting a confessional once a week, and yeah, I, I agree. It, it yeah. would be nice, small players, it would be nice to have something. Um, I do want to bring up here, um, Jono, I just saw on your Twitter, you've posted something here, um, which shows oh, what is this? Um, this is showing the uh, episodes in which people have zero confessionals. You can just look across the board with all the red zeros. Um, so many castaways yeah. go so many episodes without confessionals. This is from Brains yeah. versus Braun. Um, and yeah, Ger Gerald got seven episodes in a row. Chelsea got, what's that? Is that nine nine episodes in a row um, plus another Crazy. two without confessionals? It, it it really is disappointing to me. And um, you know, I, we, we won't, we won't hop on too much about the confessionals. Um, but certainly for all the confessional counts and the like, um, Jono, go, go follow Jono, um, on Twitter here. Yeah. Um, he's doing a great job in terms of sharing those so confessional good. counts. 
Um, we need people like you, Jono. Yeah, thank, thank, thank you, Jono, for, for joining in on the chat. And yeah, sharing those confessionals has been fantastic. And we're, we're now entering the merge, Robin. It's it's scary. We're, we're halfway through the season. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. at this point in the game, there's there's 13 players remaining. Hey, have you, four... hey, hey, hold on two seconds. You've got me blocking. Who am, am I? I'm, I better not be blocking like a Mal or a Michelle in there, am I? Like that's that's exactly you, you asshole. Um, <laughs> you asshole. You making me do that? I can't believe we, you did that to me. We 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 have we have four players, uh, four four pairs remaining in the game. Uh, five singles at this point. The four pairs being Jesse and Jordy, Jordan and Josh, Mark and Sam, Mel and Michelle, and the five singles being Khan, Shay, Chrissy, David, and KJ. Robin, uh, I know you obviously put Mark as your winner pick. Do you still stand mm-hmm. by that? I'm still going to stand by that. Um, I am. Uh, do, well, I now have to replace Nina, though, don't I? I? You know, I'm actually really surprised Khan's still in and I'm loving that he's still there with an idol. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do think if I was Mark, I'd be, I'd li- I really like Geordie, but I... If I'm Mark, he doesn't have long to go once merge happens. Um, yeah. I'd probably put Jesse. Maybe I'll put Jesse in as a my, my alternate for Nina. Yeah, and I'm I, I'm still sticking with Shay purely. I, I, I do think she's getting a good edit and, and come the merge. I think now that Benny's gone, she can step out of that shadow a little bit. We saw how yeah. strong she's in the individual immunity challenges. But my question for you, she, yeah. Robin, is one pair who you think is going to go the furthest in the game. And let's say let's say one single who is going to shake the game up. Now, I'll 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 start here and I'll I'll just Mark and Sam I think are the are the two with the most longevity in terms of the game. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we, we saw with Mark obviously has an idol, Sam has some great social relationships. I can see those two going very very far in the game. Um and potentially bringing in, I, I could see them working with like a Jordan and a Josh, maybe bringing mm-hmm. a Khan as well and a KJ um, and, and maybe a Shea as well, pick up all those loose ends uh, and try and target the other pairs. Um, either they can do that or they can work together with the other pairs in the game. Um, Mark, and Sam, Mark and Sam are going to be the pair I think are, are going to last the longest in the game. Um, and in terms of a single who I think can really shake things up at the moment, um, I it's it's got to be Khan, exactly right. It's only Khan. Um, it's 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 got to be Khan. Khan's has an idol at this point, which is amazing to me. Um, the fact that he's holding on to that, it it, it shows so much bravery. Um, you know, to, to to have to have his idol at this point in the game going into the merge, mm-hmm. especially with it being a public idol, which he's had since since what? episode three, right? Yeah, I was gonna say like episode seventeen days or after, something. Yeah, episode three after Brianna went home. Um, it has been such a long time that he's yeah. he's held on to this idol. It's it, it's honestly great to see. And I think he he does have the social relationship special with Sam um, mm-hmm. that he can go far in the game. Yeah, because I actually thought he wasn't going to go far only because, um, thankfully, Australian Survivor keep the opening uh, song, which we've been, which American Survivor's ditched a long time ago, much to my disgust. Um, <laughs> his clip that they show was from episode two, you know? So yeah. I didn't think he had long to go because I'm like, well, surely that's, that's not the only thing he's got. If usually if they go pretty early on, so maybe that's a maybe that's a bit of a red herring that Khan's going to win this thing. I don't know, um, but he can only be the only single to shake things up. Unfortunately, I don't think KJ has it in her. And just because we have such, you know, this is probably going to give Shay such a, a 
a good run here because she is surrounded by a lot of physical players here. I mean, Sandra said it, the weak take out the strong. Who's the weak? KJ, Mel, Michelle, Chrissy. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Dave. Uh, maybe a car, maybe, but I doubt it. Everyone else is a really physical threat here. Yeah. Jonathan here. Khan had a merge buff on in one of the confessionals episode four. How can you get that <laughs> wrong? And you still you still can't give Mel and Michelle um a, That's brilliant. a, a confessional. It's 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 I've got to pay beyond, more attention. Beyond me. Honestly, Jonathan, at this point, I, I think you should I think you should apply to Endermall Shine. Um it's Or take my job. You you should you should be here. I'm I'm so bad at this. I, how did I not notice that? But it's um Marcus here, I agree with Riley, Mark and Sam, the couple to go far and Shay will be the single due to being a challenge piece and probably the underdog. Um, yeah, I do think Shay, Shay is someone who has a lot of longevity. Um, yeah. I'm interested to see, I'm interested to see what Khan does with his idol. Um, mm -hmm. Aloylem as well. Um, I think he's, I think he's in your camp um, here, Robin. We agree. I think Mark has done extremely well, alpha male with strategic and, Cool-headed, it's rare, and now with Merge and an idol in hand, he looks strong for the former army man. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think he's going to do great. Jonathan as well. Yeah. The twins' preseason promos, one of them was wearing a Merge buff too. Um, <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd really think these things get, get ironed out. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, I, 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 I must say, at, at this point in the game, Robin, what, what are your thoughts on the pre-Merge from what we have seen? How does it stack up to previous seasons? Um, and a second part of that question, other than Nina and Sandra, which pre-merger, which one pre-merger would you like to see come back? And I can't say Nina and Sandra. <laughs> other than Nina and Sandra. <laughs> okay. Who would I like to, you know what? I, I, I enjoyed Ben. Uh, uh, I would, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Ben come back. Who else, who else have we lost pre-mergers? Worth talking well, I'll, about. I'll, I'll go through oh, a list. Croc, so... Croc. I, do, I do like Croc. Croc's been really enjoyable for me. Uh, yeah. 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 So we've obviously lost uh, 11 players in the game. Uh, first and I can only remember Andy. two. My God, I suck. <laughs> That's first, first boot was Andy. Uh, Andy Brianna never wanted him back to the next with. to go. Kate, Andy's sister, she went third. Uh, Alex went fourth. He quit the game. Mm -hmm. the Jay, game, obviously, no one would have known he left. Uh, he was the fifth voted out because he didn't even get a confessional. Um, right. Sandra followed shortly after. Sophie, as well, um, was eliminated after she was swapped to another tribe. Uh, mm -hmm. Then we had Amy, Nina, obviously, Medivac, Croc, and Ben going. Um, yeah, Jonathan Gray, yeah, Jonathan. Amy, Amy, and Amy, Croc. Amy, Amy was and a great Croc. character. Yeah, Amy was yeah, really I, awesome. I'd love to see. Really her. I, I'd, I'd love to see Amy come back in the future. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, obviously, obviously, Khan is going to be the one that's preferred out of those two. I'd say purely because of mm -hmm. how big a character he is, and obviously, he's made the merge at this point. Um, yeah. and he's still got an idol in his pocket. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have really enjoyed this pre-merge. I will. I will say I haven't enjoyed it as much as some previous seasons. I would say Brains vs. Brawn, certainly, mm -hmm. probably because that's the most recent in my mind. I, I'm not sure I can compare it to 2016, 2017, 18, 19, 20 yeah. right now. Um, but certainly compared to Brains vs. Brawn, I think it wasn't as good. Um, and maybe that's because we didn't get to see, you know, you, you know the Simon Blind side and, and all those big, big moves. Yeah. Um, but certainly there has been a lot of content and I'm sure it's going to continue in the merge. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. I think for me, like, I've really enjoyed it. But as we've 
if you haven't known already, I forget everything, but I would say I really like pre-merge of um, champs versus contenders too with Dave playing such a great game before he iced off. You know, he came out really strong and up. Oh, yeah, cool. I'm incorrect <laughs> again. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, take my job. I will uh, slowly, I, I like Dave a lot um, and I thought he yeah. played a great game and then he eased off. So I liked watching his game in first, in that yeah, second I, champions versus contenders. You, you know what? I I might have to agree with you here, Robin, and because the the dynamic between Sean and Sean and David on Champions vs Contenders too, I really enjoyed that. I would say I would say the pre swap um, with the whole who uh, was it? it was Nova and um, Susie Maroney and Anastasia mm-hmm. and and Stephen Bradbury. Yeah, it was a bit oh, non-eventful, Bradbury. but the, yeah. the post swap in Champions vs Contenders too, purely for that um, beef Bradbury between was one wasn't he between David. Uh, he was season four. Brad, but Bradby was champs first contenders one, yeah? Champions first contenders two. Yeah, was the, 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 Olympian on, the Olympian on champions first contenders one was Lydia and... I loved her. She was um, great. They had Lydia and Shane and champions mm-hmm. first contenders two had Nova and Stephen Bradbury as the two Olympians. Um Ben Farley, I think the amount of twist pre-merge has put me off, but I might feel different about it in a year. Yeah, I, I think with Australian Survivor, it's hard really to get your your head around it. it it does take time to become accustomed to mm-hmm. um and it, it, it does peeve me off a, a lot um but you know i've i've gotten used to it at this point jenny k um bring up the same point as jonathan here the editing is so bad au literally shows confessionals clearly taken from way in the future early on in the season spoiling by merge buffs are worn or male players with lots of facial hair growth i we, need to pay we, we attention love... yeah i do this is so bad Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's um I look, we, we we love to shit on Australian Survivor. I will admit that, but the the show we've got, I think it's it's great. And you know, we we we, we like we love to talk poorly of it, but you know, the, the fact we get 24 entertaining castaways and we get confessionals from 21 of them, um, mm-hmm. it, it really is great. And I think you know, this season, you know, there's obviously plenty more to come. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm really excited to see how players like Khan and Chrissy and Shay go post-merge. Um, Geordie and Jesse as well. Um, as we wrap things up, though, Robin, I'm going to put you on the spot again. Great. Let's I've let's get some predictions going. Let, let's, let's get some predictions going. And guys, in the comments, sound off as well, who you think will be the merge boot comment. Guys, uh, who you think will be the merge boot. Robin, have you got anyone on your mind who the merge, merge boot, boot will be? Do they play it safe and go a KJ maybe? I, you know what? I wasn't thinking a KJ, but um, you, you could be, you could be on the money there. I almost think a Jesse or a Geordie um, could go home. I would, yeah, I would group. go for Geordie. I would a hundred percent go for Geordie if I was like, cause I know Mark has a reason. Because uh, I'm playing from Mark's perspective, obviously that's what I'm doing. Um, I would be going for Geordie, but I think, I think they might just play it safe. And I think out of, I don't know. Do they do they go a single? Do they go? Do they try and start to um, separate the pairs? Yeah. You know. All right. I don't know. Yeah. Ben Ben Farley here. I hope it isn't a pick off with the singles. And I agree. And you know, I would also say I hope it doesn't go the opposite way. And you have you know maybe one pair that teams up with the singles, and they pick off the rest of the pairs. Um, you know, I eventually I, I don't the want to see. I, I yeah, eventually it's going to happen, but I don't want to see yeah. another Otis and Vetus. I don't want to see too much focus on it. I just want some yeah. fun gameplay. 
Yeah, um, look, I, I really don't want to see one of the twins go just yet, just because I really want them to have a chance to yep. take it away. So, like, I would have said one of the twins. Um, Geordie would be my strategic move to get rid of. Um, but I, who knows? I, I feel like just KJ might be collateral damage yeah. in a safe I think, boat. I think I'm going to agree with Jessie here. It, she, she agrees with you in terms of the KJ vote. I think Jessie is, is the one to go purely because I think Geordie has the better relationships with Mark, namely, um, mm. and he might not want to throw him under the bus just yet. Um, but with Jesse especially, I can see someone like a Shay going against him, um, maybe teaming up with maybe, maybe the twins team up with Shay and yeah. and they and they work together to take out Jesse. Um, Marcus saying Jesse as well. Uh, Liam Parsons in the chat. I was really enjoying the first few weeks, but I feel that the last few episodes have left have lost steam since Sandra left. Can't blame Ten for squeezing the juice out of her. I'm hopeful for the merge though. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's slowed down too much because I think it has picked up with this whole Benny, um, Croc, Chrissy drama. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do understand what Liam is saying there. Um, yeah, it it's has a, lost a little bit. It's 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 one of those things. Like Sandra is coming from the golden age of the American Survivor as well. You know, she because nowadays, I mean, we rag on Australian here and there, but even I sit there and every day I sit there and go, I want more from an American Survivor. Like I, yeah. I actually had the thought yesterday there was, there could come a time where for me, I have never missed a season, even though I sound like I know absolutely nothing. I've been watching it from day one and I'm like, I actually prefer Australian Survivor nowadays, even though the gameplay isn't as strategic or we don't see the strategic gameplay. Um, the twists, yeah, they're, they're standard Australian twists, but they're not as terrible as the American stuff's throwing, the throwing in there. So I don't know. I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, I'd, I'd kind of prefer Amer- Australia and South Africa at the moment to America. America's le- mm. like losing a lot of pace for me, Unf- which is yeah. so, it hurts my heart. It hurts my heart so much that I have to say that and vocalize it on a live chat to 12 yeah, people. That, <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah. ALOLM, um, someone who comes out good at the tasks and loses might go as Australian survivor usually vote. Yeah, um, I, I could see that happening. Maybe like a Lydia Lassala from Champions vs Contenders won. Um, I, I do think that could be a Jesse or a Geordie who comes out strong in the challenges and, and ultimately gets targeted. Um, mm-hmm. Jonathan Gray as well, our, our resident stats man. Uh, ben was limited <laughs> on the same day as Ricard on 41. Um, yeah, it's, crazy. it's crazy the discrepancy between Australian Survivor and US Survivor, but you don't really US feel Survivor it. is a weekend, um, it's a weekend away now. It's like, let's go for yeah. four days, and that's the game. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And speaking of two days, Jenny K here. Uh, here it's only on Sunday and Monday next week. Tuesdays are gone. Uh, any reason why they dropped a day? They I'm do not it all too year. sure. They always do it. Um, yeah, Marcus here saying stretching out the content. Um, so it doesn't finish early. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I know MasterChef is up after. Yeah, they um, pick up straight after, MasterChef. Yeah. Julie Goodwin as well coming back in Australian, uh, on MasterChef Australia. Um, not that that's for later, but one of my favourite <laughs> MasterChef contestants. Um, but, yeah, no, it's going back to two episodes a week. Um, but that certainly won't stop us from recapping the show. We will continue to recap um, throughout the coming oh. weeks. I thought we were done once we go to two no, episodes. No, no, unfortunately, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, unlike US Survivor, 
Um, we are on day 24, but there still seems to be another 24 days to go. Um, so this is two whole Ricards worth of a season. Um, uh, we, we will be back next week to recap it all. Um, not sure yet whether we will have a guest, um, but I'll certainly let you guys know about that if that does happen. Um, certainly, if you haven't already, subscribe to the channel Reality Pop um, for podcasts just like this. Obviously, we've got Australian Survivor on now, but also US Survivor coming around the corner as well. Um, and with the channel, we will be doing some exciting stuff in the lead up to the season. Uh, if you guys caught our Survivor 41 kickoff show last year, we will be having a similar thing for Survivor 42, uh, myself, the Survivor buffs, Adam and Gideon, they'll be there. We might even have some special US Survivor guests on the show as well. Um, Peridium and Idle Out, two fellow Survivor YouTubers, will be joining as well for that one. Um, so certainly keep an eye out for that in the lead up to Survivor 42. And as we said, Robin, we'll be back next week. Uh, if you do want to support the channel, there is a membership button down below. Um, obviously, subscriptions and likes, uh, you know, what, what gets us out there if you want to support us. Um, there is membership. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Barry Dean and the Hangout Room for joining us as members. We oh, really lovely. appreciate all the support. And thank you guys, as always. Um, great yeah. to see some familiar names. Jenny Kay, Lem, Marcus Evans, always in the chat. Jonathan Gray, thank you so much for all your stats throughout the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, Liam as well, Joseph. Um, I, I'm probably missing Ben as well. I we hopefully I don't run. miss anyone there. Dangan, Schmong. Um, <laughs> really appreciate all, all you guys uh, commenting along. Um, you guys have one of the best jobs reviewing our favorite TV shows and enjoying. Good luck to you both. Thank you, oh, Alem. Um, we 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 love we love chatting uh, about Australian Survivor, obviously, um, and it's mm -hmm. it's always great as well chatting with you guys and hearing your your guys thoughts as well um for sure you know may, maybe maybe you're not a fan of of australian survivor not giving mel and michelle um confessionals like me or you know maybe you have different opinions it's always fun to debate australian survivor and that's that's one of the great things we do here um so certainly next week as we enter the merge we will have even more content right here on reality pop so stay tuned for that one and you know what riley we did all right without a guest today we did all right you know what? Yeah. We can hold this show on our shoulders. We did all right. That, that's, you know what? And <laughs> not, neither of us fainted despite the hour plus of um, I know, uh, of I podcasting. Know. Um, we, we, we both hung in there. Um, but no, it has been, has been great to discuss episodes 10 to 12 with you guys. Mm -hmm. uh, as we'll we said, halfway through week. the season and a couple more weeks to come of Australian Survivor. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you very much again for watching and we'll see you guys later. Adios, mates. See you guys. And this really awkward part.